Thank you so much for tuning in to Motivation and Meltdowns with Terrific Life. If you like what you hear today, don't forget to subscribe, like, and share away. Now, on with the show. Welcome back to Motivation and Meltdowns with Terrific Life. I am back and I'm by myself today. I'm just kind of given a status on what's going on in quarantine and a little bit about my life and how it's all going. Yeah, we're still basically quarantined. I'm still working from home. Kids are being homeschooled. Ben, my youngest, was actually in school for two semesters and now he's home for the holidays and won't go back to like mid-January. So we're navigating that now. And then I am trying to navigate working full time and still being able to do everything in the house. (laughs) And I think the hardest thing is just kind of creating that. I always, it's not a balance. It's just trying to find that time that like you know how to disconnect where you're not just a working mom and then, you know, like you're working and like you're a manager or like for me, I'm a supervisor. And then every two hours, I then have to be a mom. It's like that constant shift of a hat. And a lot of people are going through it right now. And I think um, that's kind of been a struggle, but I'm trying to think positive and stuff. But right now, I think 2020 has absolutely stunk. And I'm trying to find positives that have come out out of it, which I mean, honestly, there is some positive. Like I've always thought that we rush around too much and are always doing 800 things. And the fact that we're not doing that anymore, that's kind of nice. I'm able to cook more. The house does maintain it a itself a little bit better because I am home during the day. So on my lunches, you know, if it means I'm doing dishes or throwing in a load of laundry, it's kind of I get some extra stuff done. And then obviously we have more connection with the kids because they're always home and we're always home. <laughs> but I think there is, um, oh man, I think we're going through a lot right now because um, my youngest is in eighth grade and we're, we're in Chicago and um, the process for high school is awful. I don't care what anybody says. It's awful. Unless you're like an honor student, the process is awful. I just don't understand why every high school isn't exactly the same high school. Like it isn't equal and it doesn't offer the same programs for all kids from really, really smart to average to to um, somebody who struggles to a, uh, you know, a child with disabilities. I think there should be just high schools that are all equal. It shouldn't be like a college application, which has kind of been a little overwhelming for us. And then on top of that, um, we're trying to do that. And then my oldest is 17 and he's in with autism and he's we have to get him on the puns list. So we're now are navigating that world during a pandemic. I'm kicking myself that I didn't do it last year. But you know, you kind of put it off because you think like, no, no, no. <laughs> I don't I'm not going to think about it. I'm not going to you know, like you, you know, your child has to be eventually be on the puns, which is like state money and stuff like that and programs to get him help. But because most likely he won't even qualify because both of us work that but eventually he will be so he'll be put on the waiting list but I've kind of been putting it off because it also means that I have to admit that he needs it so um which is something that I'm trying to come to terms with and I know I have to do it you know I think you know they say parents you know with special needs kids you be when you have a special needs child it's like you have to know more you have to feel more you have to be more like it's it just seems like it's never ending and there's no end in sight and then the minute you become comfortable with something something else comes up and you have to do other things because on top of the puns we then also have to he'll be 18 in august and we have to get guardianship of him so we have to navigate that and that's another hard pill to swallow where you're like i don't know like i know it has to happen but it's still a very heart-wrenching admittance, if you will. And I think people don't realize that. And I think I, I've been pulled away a little bit, a little disconnected. I don't really want to socialize as much. And it's not like a depression or anything like that. It's kind of like a, I'm just trying to 
feel these emotions and I'm trying everything and I can't take on other people's like it's not that I don't care and stuff it's just I, I don't have it to give so it's like a lot of times not that I'm walking alone in this journey I have a lot of support I do have people I could ask questions to but when it comes to your child and learning new things you often do feel very alone when you walk um, because no one else ha- can do it for you like you're the one like me and my husband are the ones that have to actually do it so even if you have people there it's still like you're kind of all alone. So it's it's definitely a process. So I think like going into like we're ending 2020 and then I'm like, oh my gosh, like now I have to like <laughs> navigate like high school, which is a hot freaking mess with CPS. And then, um, you know, and then you got to navigate the puns, the state of Illinois, which is <laughs> I don't you know, I don't really want to deal with puns. And then guardianship. I, like I said, I think it's just a lot. <laughs> And it's a lot for one person. So I'm trying to think positive. I'm trying to stay in that top. But honestly, I think there's emotions. Being a parent of a neurotypical child and a parent of a, um, you know, of a special needs child with autism, I do 100% believe that we experience emotions that other parents will never, ever know. And uh, it's hard to explain it and and people could empathize with it, but there's no way that they could feel it. You know, like I said, a lot of these other parents, you know, you're looking at, you know, your kids in senior in high school, 18 years old, you're looking at colleges, they could fill out their own applications. And a lot of special needs parents are trying to just find out if they could get guardianship for their child to protect them, to make sure that if anything happens that they're aware and they can help assist the ch- the adult, you know, because now they're an adult. So I think it's just a different, different emotions. You know, I think it's, it's, I wanted to come on because I think like in my head, I think there's a lot of other special needs parents that have been dreading it or have already gone through it and felt alone or felt that they it's a lot of emotions that you just don't normally feel or maybe emotions you knew you were going to feel but just kept postponing them because a you didn't have time to think about them or feel them. And then second, it's just kind of like, I don't want to think about it. You know, (laughs) you just don't. You don't want to think about it. You know, whether it's the state or the school system, does it make it easier on you and it's more difficult? And again, the only people that really brag about it are people who are like, are like, my kid's like an honor student, which is great. But like, it's it's not there's no reason that you should have to pick 20 schools or figure out schools and then you might not get accepted. It's it's a joke. So I I get it now. Like I said, I'm looking at places for my youngest, but it's just a lot to go through. And I don't know if I'm going through it. Like I said, you know, it's like you sit down and you look at the computer and you're like, okay, I'm going to do this. And because you have all these things going on that you just look and you're like, I, I, you just like shut down. It's like, you just don't even know what to do next. You just shut down. Like you're like, okay, so that was fun. And then you just walk away. (laughs) And if anybody asks like, hey, are you any further along with school picks or this? You're like, yeah, no, like I, like I looked at it and it looked like it was in Japanese and I, I don't read Japanese. (laughs) it's not a thing that I'm going to be doing anytime soon. So um, I don't know, like, it's just kind of something that we're going to it's it's a season in my life that I'm not 100%. Well, I don't think you're ever 100% okay with things. But this is a season that a little rough. So it's just kind of like it's a season where you're trying to debate what both your children need and you're trying to live up to this uh what's expected of you and not by perfection by all means it's just what you need to do and what has to be done and sometimes you just don't have the energy for other people and other people want you to be like have energy for them and you're just like I can't like I wish you knew what was going on in my head. I wish you knew the feelings I was feeling, but it's just something that I have to work through or discuss or talk with, you know, someone. But it's not something that like, 
you know, a cup of coffee is going to help. <laughs> you know, sometimes wine helps, sometimes wine helps, but it, but again, usually that's just a, pos- you know, postponing what needs to be done, you know? <laughs> so I'm, I'm working it, but this is, like I said, this is not easy. I don't know. I don't know, like, why it has to be so hard. I don't know why. And I'm not the only, like I said, I'm not the only family and mom and that's going through things like this. But I think it's another stage that's difficult for me. I know when uh, my oldest was in eighth grade and he was going into high school and all the kids that I knew growing up were going into high school. I was very happy for them, but it was also very heartbreaking for me because it was another milestone that was different. Um. And different things I had to do and come to terms with that most people don't. And there's a sense of sometimes anger, an anger like I don't understand why it can't be easier, you know. But this is what we do. And this is what I do. So I'm just kind of decided to come on. And, you know, I I do talk to you guys. I just wanted to kind of come on. I know I try to tell you guys a little bit about my story and special needs and stuff. And I don't know what the next step looks like. And that's nerve wracking. And there's not a lot of programs out there for my son who's becoming an adult. So that's scary. Um, This year, he is missing a year of socialization and community-based learning to like get him ready for jobs. So that's frustrating. Um, and I think I said this before in the podcast, another podcast where, you know, where other kids, they might fall a little bit behind, you know, but they're going to catch up. They're going to figure it out, you know, and he just needs so much practice and so much guidance that a year is detrimental sometimes. And I'm not talking academic, like he's doing great academically, great academically. He struggles with the social and the public you know, going out in public and not freaking out and not getting upset and having meltdowns in public, things like that. So the more he's exposed to that, the better, but we don't have that right now. So that's frustrating. So it's, like I said, right now, we're just kind of is all unclear because not even unclear that it's because of it's a pandemic. It's also unclear because this is uncharted territory for majority of people. So talking to people, it's limited. Like you find people that you talk to. And again, it's good experiences, bad experiences. It's still kind of unknown for your family. So that's kind of scary. But to leave on a positive note, I do have a funny story for you guys. (laughs) Because, you know, I wouldn't be me without some type of funny story because I'm always trying to find the laughter and the hope somewhere along the way, you know. And I thought was funny. Ben... Ben is in charge of folding all the towels. So we do so much laundry and towels because CJ is just a nightmare with towels. He like takes one washcloth, will dry his hand and then throw it on the floor in the dirty cloth. So this is just an OCD thing he does. So we have like literally like 60 washcloths because he goes through them. And um, between everybody, like nobody wants to hang up their towel. I'm pretty sure me and Ben are probably the only ones that like hang up our towels and stuff. But I'm always washing towels. He's always folding them. So I go in the bathroom and there's no towels. And I know I did like three loads of towels. So I go in his bedroom. I'm like, hey, Ben, what's happening? Like, you need to like freaking fold these towels and put them away, man. You got a, you got one job, one job, do it. So I give him like an hour. I go in the bathroom. There's literally like only like four towels and four washcloths. So I go back in his room. I go, Ben, what the hell is that? What are you doing? And he goes, he goes, you guys have enough for dinner, for tonight. <laughs> You don't need any more towels. You guys only need what you need. I don't need to be putting them all out there because otherwise they all get dirty and then I'm all I'm doing is folding towels. <laughs> now, I was going to tell him to like, I've been so exhausted. So I was going to tell him like, just fold the towels and put them all in there. And then I thought, you know what? The kid makes sense. The kid makes sense. Like we have enough. If CJ doesn't like it, CJ could figure something out. He could wipe them on his clothes. <laughs> it's like he became the parent. Like he's like... <laughs> So 
I look like, oh, well, at least one of us is parenting well. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, honestly, it was really kind of funny because he's just like, you guys got enough. You got what you need for the night. So I'm like, he gave us each one. <laughs> I go, well, what happens if CJ uses my towel? He goes, well, you know where to find him then. Oh, my God, I cannot. I cannot. Teenagers are something else. And they're hysterical sometimes. And sometimes I just want to shake them. And I don't know if that's legal. I don't know if the shaking part is legal. So we're just going to pretend I didn't even say it. Yeah, I hope you guys, you know, anybody going through this, I mean, everybody has different things that they're going through during quarantine. And I know it's hard on many people. But you know, this episode is kind of about my special need mamas um, and dads out there. You know, if you are going through something right now, I hope that you guys find the strength and the hope to get you through and to have the right people put in your place so that um, they're there to help you, to help you along your path that sometimes feels lonely. So with that being said, I'm out and we will talk soon. 